0: Welcome, I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, um, What I wanted to talk about, first of all, is always the stats. And these are stats from January 28th to February 3rd. So last week, um, there were 356 homes that were sold. It was 259 the week before. So end of the month, usually the number goes up. So it did this week, which is good the median price of the single family home is 4155 which is very similar to what it was last week and the inventory is pretty close to the same too it's actually down 17 houses but still at 5526 so that's all good when you're lo- breaking down those 356 homes to see how they shake out um 42 of them were under 250 31 between 250 and 300, 89 between 300 and 400, 65 between 400 and 500, 103 between 500 and a million, and then 26 of them were over a million. When you're looking at the months of inventory overall, we're at 3.58, it's 1.85 under 250, Uh, 3.3 between 250 and 300, 2.95 2.95 between 300 and 400, 3.94 between 400 and 500, 4.58 between 500 and a million, and 5.23 when you get over a million. So then when you're looking at the um, list to ask price and where we are on that is that overall we're at 9688 and again, under 250 was at 93.86. So usually these homes need work. When they're homes and they're at under 250 and the median is at 415, you can imagine that they probably need some work there. So then between 250 and 300, you come a little up a little bit to 96.42. Um, between 300 and 400, it's at 97.86. Between 400 and 500, it's 98.38. Then between 500 and a million, it's at 97.55. And then over a million, it's at 94.77. And the average days on the market was 58. So um, kind of all good when it comes to single-family homes. Now look at the condos, townhouses, and villas, there were 116 that sold last week, up from 77 the week before. The median price was 265,000. and the um, number of inventory went up by 78 to 2666. So I think there's actually a little bit of room in the condos, townhomes, and villas here because the months of inventory is at 5.3 overall. and we'd get between, um, 300,000 mu- and higher, you're over six months, except for over a million, because there was one that sold there, and there's only three months of inventory there. But um, basically, um, of the 116, 52 of them were under 250, 20 were between 250 and 300, 24 between um, 300 and 400, 11 between 400 and 500, um, 6 between 500 and a million and then one over a million. So when you're looking at the months of inventory, like I said, it's 5.3 overall and, um, under 300,000, it's under five months and then, um, three to 300 to 400, 6.45, 400 to 500, 8.1. 500 to a million is 8.22, and then three months over a million. So, because one sold, there aren't a whole lot on the inventory there. Now, um, list to ask price, you know, for single family homes was at 96.88. It's at 96.89 for the condos. So, pretty close. The under 250, we're at 94.79 versus 93.86 for the homes. And then, you know, you're kind of really close neck and neck all the way across their All very similar, except the one that was over a million sold at 98.14% of asking. So it was much closer than the single family homes at 94.77. So there's a little bit of room in those um, price points and everything. But basically, the bottom line is, is that our market is stable, looking really good, and moving in the right direction, which is what we like to say. See, so if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson from Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. Remember, if you'd like to reach us at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, you can call or text 407-566. Two five 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 that's four zero seven five six six, two five five five. So one thing that I found extremely interesting this week is that in the fourth quarter of twenty twenty three that thirty two percent of the home sales were new builds. So, you know, our numbers that were on the MLS, um, the multiple listing service, were down substantially in 2023 from 2022 and 2021. Actually, 2022 is pretty similar to the number and everything. Um, The, the, the price has not changed. It got, it went up slightly. I think it's like point four percent, or something like that. Is what it went over, um, went up. But basically, the bottom line is, is that there is a lot of new construction that's being sold out there. And I always tell everybody that if it were me, I would be working with someone like myself when it comes to new construction because. There are just so many communities, so many variables and everything out there that you don't know necessarily where to find them all and where to find the inventory homes that are going to give you those great interest rates, which are what people are looking for that are still going to give you excessive closing costs and, and that kind of thing as well. So um, the average person out there is looking you know, for that new construction versus a resale if they, if they could. Even though they know they're paying a little bit more, but they know they're going to get you know some warranties and that kind of thing and they're looking for that certainty especially that um, first-time buyer now we're going to talk about some millennial buyers that they're really saying hey we'll take anything basically I don't care what the interest rate is and and um, what the condition and that kind of thing you know we just want to get a house and get our feet wet and all that kind of good stuff which may or may not be a good thing but um, basically if they find the right thing then I think it's great and they just need to go into it with their eyes wide open. but but basically, um, you know what what's happened is that, home building has definitely increased. So the when I'm giving my stats week in and week out, they don't always include all of the new builds. They're going to include some of the new builds, but they're not going to include all of it. So that might be skewing um, the numbers a little bit, obviously, um, when you're looking at that, because the builders, you know, they're in business to build houses, get them sold. And so if the market is a little bit slow because the interest rates are too high or whatever, then they're buying down the rates in order to get um, the people something that they can afford. And I know I talked last week that just a one point increase in or decrease in the interest rate was a um, $40,000 increase in the amount that someone could afford at a $3,000 payment. So It's quite substantial when the interest rate went from three to seven. So that's four points. So what people's affordability really has changed a lot, and that's part of the reason why there's not as many houses going on the market as well, because some of the sellers are out there waiting that, you know, they're not going to pay cash for the next one. They've got a really good rate and everything right now with their mortgage, and they just don't want to make that difference or make that change. And so obviously, you know, they're like thinking, I'm just going to stay where I'm at ride this out, wait for the interest rates to go down, and then I'll make my changes and everything. But um, one of the things that I did find really interesting, and this is a nationwide statistic, but it says roughly two of every five, 42% of new single-family homes sold in 2022 were for 500000 or more up from a third in 2021 and only 18% in 2020. So these new build um, homes are not cheap, you know, which is what I find in everything as well. And there's a lot of options and a lot of things that you can do to to lower it or to get something that you can afford. But in order to get in touch with us, call or text 407-566-2555. Find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty. And to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So basically, um, one of the things that I found um, this week that I thought was interesting again as well is that there are floor, four Florida communities among the best selling in the U.S. And these are Central Florida um, communities because actually there's a fifth one that's in Florida as well. So the number one, um, and these I believe are mostly 55 plus, but not all because um, but they're master plan communities, and so there's the top 50 in the U.S. and the villages, is um, the number is the number two one in the state of Florida, um, basically, and that includes part of Lake Sumter Marion counties, and basically um, there were a total of, let's see, it says here um, 3,029 homes. And it's down 23% from 2022, which had 3,923 homes. So these are master plan communities, again, that are in there. Um, Next is um, Vieira. That's in Brevard County. That's a very nice community as well. And that one is um, number twenty four. That one basically um, sold 624 homes that was down 14% from 722 the year before. So again, you know, these numbers are down, but they're not down significantly. Um, The interesting thing that it says on here, too, that the prices did go up. So um, even though the the numbers went down, uh, the prices still went up. So there you go. Then Latitude, Margaritaville, and Daytona Beach came in number 30. Um, That one, basically, um, the the number of homes that sold there is um, 546 homes, and that in 2023 down 9% from 601 the year before. Not too bad of a change. And then there was Sunbridge, which spans Osceola Osceola in Orange County near St. Cloud, it was number forty-five um, on the list, and that. And um, but another one that was on the list was Lakewood Ranch, which is um, obviously over there in Sarasota, and that one was twenty-two fifty-seven, which the villages outsold them by s- over seven hundred and seventy units. So, like I said, most of these are 55-plus communities, but not all. Um, Sunbridge, I think that's a little bit of both, and um, basically Vieira is definitely not. And um, the Villages are, and then Latitudes are as well. So, basically, when it comes down to it, you know, Um, There's a lot of options out there in those master plan communities, and a lot of the, the nice ones are right here in Florida. The top other state that has quite a few of them are Texas. Now, I was talking a little bit earlier in the show that millennials are intent on home ownership. And I thought that this was pretty interesting because it said more than three quarters of millennial home buyers would consider an interest rate higher than the national average of about 7%. And basically, they're prepared to take drastic measures to buy a home with 65% saying that they would pay up to a 10% mortgage rate and 23% admitting they would buy at 15% or more. So um, that was a study by Clever um, Real Estate. Now, basically, um, you know, 93% of millennials said that the market has impacted their home buying plans and 76% are concerned it will worsen before they buy a home. And, you know, what my word is out to all of the people that are in that position, that the best thing for you to do is to talk to me or someone like me, but I would suggest me, that you could talk to me, and I would be more than happy to help you navigate through this. I know, um, you know, I'm going to be dating myself, but when I first purchased a home, you know, it was, it the interest rates were really high, and I did end up paying 11%, but the amount of the property that I bought, um, you know, was less than 100000 whereas the median price here is over 400000 So there's a big difference in regards to all of that. Now, the wages are a lot different and all that kind of good stuff as well. But basically, you know, when it comes down to it, um, you know, it does make sense to make an informed decision. And I'll talk in a minute about some other things that they're looking at that I would really hope that you would talk to me or somebody like me that we can really help you through this. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And if you'd like to reach us at Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So another thing that it was talking about, um, you know, that interest rates are an obstacle. And I think that that's basically, you know, um, what's going on and everything right now. The interest rates are going down. I did see an article um, earlier this week that said that they didn't think the interest rates would come down a lot in March, but they do expect that they um, would come down. Um, A lot of the millennials, two-thirds of them, actually say that they regret not purchasing a home when the rates were lower. And I know that, you know, sometimes when people are looking at it and they're like, oh, it's hard because there was a lot of competition in, you know, a lot of multiple offers and that kind of stuff. And so they felt a lot of people got discouraged. But the ones that hung in there and the ones that did it, I think that they're happier because they did do it and they're able to you know, make a difference in what they're looking for. Again, we're talking about um, um, uh, millennials here, and basically that more than three quarters of millennial home buyers would consider an interest rate higher than the average of 7%. I had said that already. Um, but they don't have high bank balances they, their desire for home ownership remains strong, but their finances have taken a beating. A quarter of millennials have less than $10,000 in savings, and 12% have less than 1000 Additionally, 5% have no savings at all. So basically, 57% plan to purchase a home that costs less than the median price price of four hundred and thirty-one thousand. Again, that's a nationwide figure. Ours is four fifteen. And although thirty-five percent of millennials fear making major home repairs, they embraced fixer uppers and a lot more than just paint and carpet and that kind of thing. So their idea of a fixer upper goes well beyond a home that needs a new coat of paint. Two-thirds of millennials would buy a fixer upper with asbestos. Sixty-two percent would buy a house with mold. And 58% would buy a fixer upper with bad foundation. And they're also open to buying sight unseen. About 85% of them would consider buying a home without ever touring it in person. But 13% of millennial home buyers who bought sight unseen regret their decision. And I think that that's really something that, you know, people need to be aware of. You need to look at as much of it as you can. You need to look at that street view. You need to You know, the neighborhood in many times is just as important as the house itself, and people need to be aware of that. So um, our advice is for you're looking to break into the housing market to put together a roadmap and plan ahead. And that's what I was saying, that I really think that I would love to talk to any of you millennials out there that are thinking like this because I think I can really help you and save a lot of time, energy, and effort. Find the property that you want that's affordable for you, that you're going to be able to, um, you know, be able to springboard to that next property. And that's something that is really important for first-time buyers. Usually 99% of the time is that the first house that you purchase is not going to be your final home. It's just going to be something to get you in there to springboard you to the next step. And so we can definitely help with that. And, um, you know, when it comes to the sight unseen, I would prefer people see the houses still because there's a lot of things that you can't see um, in the pictures and that, that um, I was just at a house the other day that it looks a little worn when you're in it, but the pictures look awesome. And so you just need to make sure that you're looking at apples to apples when it comes to these things. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at com, and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back everybody. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty and to discuss the sale of your home you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So one of the things that I was looking at this week is basically the cost of changing roofs or repairs and that kind of stuff in what's going on and basically these are costs um, from Central Florida it's kind of a median price and that kind of thing and um, basically the uh, to, to get a roof replaced you can expect to pay between eighty seven hundred and twenty two thousand. and 22,000 and the interesting thing on that is that it's true I think you definitely need to get bids on these kinds of things to see you know what's going to work for you and your family Family in regards to, you know, what you're going to do. I mean, um, I recently sold a house and there were quite a few repairs that needed to be done, and and one of them was repiping. And the bids went anywhere from like eight thousand to like, like fourteen thousand. The same exact work. So basically, when it comes down to it, um, you know, they they were all you know good contractors and that kind of thing. But maybe it's how busy they are or you know, what they, what they want to do and all of that kind of good stuff. But basically when it came down to it, um, you know, they did find somebody that was fairly reasonable in regards to doing it versus, you know, somebody else that was quite a bit. So it always comes down to getting competitive bids, I believe in regards to doing that. But the average cost for a roof is 14, three and that's kind of right in the middle between the 87 and the 22, obviously, the um, median cost for tree service is nine hundred and seven. If you're looking for exterior painting, they're saying that that's about three thousand uh, dollars. Driveways are about forty seven hundred dollars. If you want to do some. Um, completing redoing those and decks and porches are in the neighborhood of about 7,900 and then windows are an average of about 5,000 so you know when you're looking at those kinds of things you know I always say that you need to do them for yourself and that's really what it comes down to of what you want to have in your house and what you would like to see done with it. And, um, you know, the, the the biggest thing that we run into or one of the biggest things that we run into in homes today is the status of the roof because there has been in the past so much fraud and everything going on with it that the insurance companies have had to replace a lot more roofs then maybe they should have. I don't know. I'm not one to judge. But basically, when it comes down to it, that has definitely increased everybody's cost for insurance, and in many times making it so that you can't find it. So, um, you know, when it when it comes down to it, you want to make sure that that everything is as it needs to be. I've got a a house that's going to be closing here very shortly, and you know the the inspector who did the four point inspection found a few. Um, you know, uh, shingles that they said were torn. And the owner is more than happy to fix them. The problem is we can't find where that, um, you know, inspector found them. And so, you know, we're searching that roof because that's the only thing that needs to be changed on it. The roof is less than five years old, and there were just a few um, shingles that came up that needed to be replaced. So that's what we're looking for. But, um, you know, luxury features are definitely what buyers want. When I talked earlier in the show that over 30% of the houses that are selling are brand new. Um, You would know that luxury features are a lot what buyers are looking for, right? And that's because a lot of those things can be built in like the smart home technology and they're looking for open floor plans. A couple of years ago after the pandemic, everybody was thinking, Hey, we would like more of our house segmented, but that didn't last very long. Everybody's back to wanting that open concept. So, um, basically, you know, what people are looking for um, are communities with more open space and all of that kind of thing. And, um, you know, uh, as a result of that, that the high interest rates, the sellers not wanting to budge on prices, individuals wanting to sell, but not being able to afford other homes and all of that have kind of, gotten the number of properties that are being sold to be down but the inventory basically is still in a decline and everything out there as well but the smart home features that people are looking for um, basically are including the advanced home tech like facial recognition for doors intuitive home assistance smart lights and outlets to control appliances from a smartphone app and similar similar offerings that can make a home more attractive then a modern open floor plan is what people are looking for. Even though there have been some shift to buyers wanting homes with delineated borders, like I had said, most still are drawn to those with open concepts. And so that's one big thing that people are looking for. An outdoor kitchen is another thing that people would like as well. It's a major draw for buyers Saltwater pools um, have both pros and cons Pools have both cons pros and cons at resale but you know it used to be several years ago that if you had a pool, um, basically the cost uh, on a, an appraisal getting a house with a pool or without a pool was only about $5,000. So if you spent, you know, 50000 on the pool, the only amount that you would get for it would be an extra five grand. But that is no longer the case. They are appraising at much higher than what they had been in the past at least you're getting probably that 25 or thirty thousand, and many times even more you know for the pool so if you want the pool it just comes down to you know finding that house with it um and it's kind of 50 50 some people like them some people don't and um, some people are like i had it but i didn't use it as much and then other people are like I have it and I use it all the time. So it really comes down to a personal preference here in Central Florida. And I always think they're great to look at, even if you're not using it year round, which when I first moved here, I used it year round, but now I'm... A typical Floridian that doesn't use it at least six months of the year, but it's still great to look at. But if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. And if you'd like to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So there's one more thing that um, people are looking for in in a house, and what they're looking for is an upgraded owner suite that's complete with luxury spa bath, a walk-in closet, um, built-in storage, a sitting area, and potentially access to an outdoor space that will um, have raves with buyers. That's definitely the way that uh, a lot of the homes are built If they've got that master in the back and it does walk out. And a lot of times the master is the whole... One side of the house it's got the whole suite and so you can go to it um, you know the whole length of the home whether you're, you're looking outside or looking um, to the back and that's basically something that's that's great so so that is no surprise when you're looking at that stuff and you look at the new home builders and what they're including and all of that kind of good stuff too is that a lot of times they do have that open floor plan and that good flow and definitely from the kitchen to the family room, and that's something that even if it does have a formal living and dining room, that people usually do want that kitchen open up to that family room where everybody or a great room where everybody's kind of hanging out. And if you're in the kitchen, you're not excluded from everybody. Everybody wants to be a part of everybody, and um, that's obviously awesome. And so um, basically when you're looking at it, that um, the next thing that i'm going to be talking about here are the 2024 home prices and all of the experts are in saying that they don't believe that the home prices are going to decline they're not saying that they're going to have a huge increase but they are saying that if the interest rates go down a lot that they do think that the the prices will start increasing again significantly we've kind of been on hold here for the last couple of years like I've told everybody that the prices have kind of stayed consistent, they up and down a little bit from, um, you know, week to week, but overall, they've been staying pretty consistent going up just a tad and everything. And so um, it's been great for the sellers that are sitting out there, but the sellers that want a lot more money than what the market is prevailing, they're not getting it, they're just kind of sitting on the market, and that kind of thing. And so You've, the market is very price conscious and something for you to be aware of. So in order to get in touch with us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. You can find us online at centralfloridarealestateradio.com and we'll see you after the break. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Laura Peterson, your host of Central Florida Real Estate Radio on News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm from your home sold guaranteed realty and to discuss the sale of your home, you can call or text 407 407- that's 407-566-2555 so one of the things that i talked about you know a couple of months ago or whatever and uh you know, it still exists a little bit out there with the interest rates being high, there's a couple things that you can do, you can buy down the rate, which is what a lot of the builders are doing. And um, then the other thing is that there are some assumable loans that are out there, they might be FHA or VA. So FHA are FHA insured federal housing authority, and then VA are veterans loans. Now, um, the veterans loans may be a little bit harder to assume. And as a veteran you might want to consider do you really want to let someone assume it as as well unless they're taking over um, their own eligibility so as a v as a veteran you know there are there are eligibility letters that are available out there i believe is what they call them that um you know that you are eligible to get a, a va loan and um you know once you've used it you've kind of used it unless it gets restated and it gets, you know, the loan gets paid off and then you get a new eligibility letter and you can go ahead and get something else. So you can go ahead and always have that going. So if you let someone assume it and they, they don't use their own eligibility for it, then that could be a problem for you. And I'm not a hundred percent sure if um, veterans can actually um if non-veterans can take over a VA loan. I'm not sure if they can or not. I mean, I'm sure if they're related to you, probably they probably can. But if they're not, I'm not sure how that all works. So that's something that would have to be determined. But, um, you know, I would hate for a veteran to give up their eligibility and then they're not able to purchase what they want to with their VA eligibility, so that's just something to keep in mind and to look at. But FHA loans, um, you know, that's something that somebody can go ahead and do. Now, the thing that they're saying is that it does take longer for those assume assumptions to take place. So it takes about forty-five days until the av- instead of the average of. 30 days that most closings happen around here. And so, you know, that's something to keep in mind if you did want to assume it. The other thing that's going to happen on that is that you're only going to be able to assume what the seller has left on that loan. So say that their home is worth $400,000 and, um, you know, say they have $300,000 of a loan, well, that means that you still have to come up with, as a buyer, that extra 100000 So maybe it's going to be that you've got cash for it. Maybe you could get some kind of a second loan on that and everything. So you would be, you know, multiple rates and that kind of stuff on that. So it does get a little bit complicated, and that's where it's really important that you make sure that your I's are dotted and your T's are crossed. And if someone only... Has a loan of two hundred thousand on a four hundred thousand dollar property, then obviously you've got to come up with two hundred thousand in some other kind of financing. So it might not be worth it because the interest rate on that second hundred, that second two hundred thousand, might be quite a bit higher, and the average rate would be cheaper. If you just bought down the rate to a 5.9 or something to begin with. So you've got to look at everything and see what the bottom line is for you and your family. And it's, it all sounds good when we're talking about it here, but you just really need to investigate it in real life. And that's part of what we do is we make sure that you're on the right page, that you've got everything that you want. And so you're able to do what you want to do in order to make things happen. And that's what's really important to me is that, you know, you reach your goals when it comes to actually purchasing a property. And there's a lot of variables that are involved, a lot of things that can happen. And that's why it's so important to, to work with the right agents. And, you know, I was actually, um, you know, talking to somebody earlier this week. And one of the things that they were mentioning is that the study came out in regards to, you know, it was on real estate agents and everything of what's going on. And, um, you know, my goal is to really work with real estate agents to get them to be better. I love to do that day in and day out. And I've been doing that for years. I've been coaching, um, you know, real estate agents to to be better. And, um, you know, I'm always love to work with any agent that definitely wants to do that. And and, um, I would definitely love to talk to any agent out there that that's that, you know, you want to be better and just to see if it's a right fit for us to work together. I mean, I would love to do that. But um, regardless of that, when it comes down to it, You want to make sure that um, you're working with people that are actually professionals. So this report that I was telling you about that came out, it um, stated that of all of the real estate agents that are out there, over 50% of them have sold zero or one house in 2023. Just that, just zero or one, that's it. And then, and maybe it was 2022 that might be out too early for 2023. And then the next statistic that came out was that um, only 25% had sold six in a year. That's it. 25% of the agents sold six in a year. So um, that's like kind of scary. So that means that a lot of agents are obviously part-time or not doing it full-time if they're not even, you know, on average selling one house a month. And so, um, you know, my opinion is everybody should sell one house a month (laughs) if you're in real estate and that kind of thing. And um, so basically when it comes down to it, um, you know, you want to make sure that you're working with somebody that, that does it consistently and does it, has done enough deals and done enough stuff that they've run into every kind of situation that we think that we we can we know how to resolve these problems and that's basically what the bottom line is so um, that's a difference between somebody who sells zero or one house last year and now going to sell your house or you know somebody like myself that's sold a lot more than that and as a result of that I've th- sold thousands of houses in my lifetime and as a result of that I definitely know how to deal with a lot of different situations but if you're just joining us, you're listening to News Radio WFLA Orlando. I'm your host, Laura Peterson, your home sold guaranteed realty. This is Central Florida Real Estate Radio with you every Sunday at 8 a.m. If you'd like to reach us, you can call or text 407-566-2555. That's 407-566-2555. So um, now it's time for me to talk about the house of the week. And this house is actually a, a, a townhouse that's in Story Lake, which Story Lake, if you know where that's at, it's actually um, a vacation rental, part of it's vacation rental. This particular property is in a vacation rental part of the community called Story Lake. It's right on Osceola Parkway, and um, so it's very close to Disney. It's very close to getting on um, 535, so you could get right to Universal and everything as well. So the location is superb for... Um, vacation rental properties. This property is actually a five-bedroom, four-bath home, and um, it does have a private pool as well. But at Story Lake, it's got all of the amenities, you know, with a community pool that's like a resort-style pool and all of those kinds of things. Um, And so it's just a a great property. It comes furnished, obviously, because it is in short-term rental um, right now. And it's rented at least a couple of weeks uh, uh, um, a, a month is basically what's going on with it. So if you want it for the family compound and everything, then that's a great opportunity and everything too. Now the price on this is right around 550,000. Um, and, um, it like, it's got two bedrooms downstairs, uh, with a full bath. And then upstairs, you've got two master suites and then you've got another, um, bedroom and another bathroom. So, um, like I said, it's a five bedroom, four bath home and the, the ones that are downstairs, one family could be there. And then you've got, you know, the two master suites and another, you know, child's bedroom because it's got bunk beds and all that kind of good stuff upstairs so i do have a video of this if you're interested you know just let me know and i'll be happy to get it out to you but um in order to get in touch with us you can call or text 407-566-2555 you can find us online at central florida realestateradio.com and we'll see you next week have a great one everybody Bye bye